What's going on, Designers and Deck Rays? This is Timothy. Welcome to the ID Consultant Podcast. Welcome back. Finding new clients was my biggest challenge as a designer for the last 10 years. And far too many designers, like myself, feel that social media is a complete black hole that just sucks so much of your time and resources away from actual marketing activities like strategically used and implemented word of mouth or other marketing tactics like cold calling. And I have actually never done that, but I know that a lot of designers that I work with do cold call and they get a lot of results from that. I even have designers that are knocking on people's doors and introducing themselves. And that's like a 90s way of doing things, but it still fucking works in 2019, almost 2020. One thing I can say is that in a world where rich people are getting richer and many of those rich people are freely investing in new homes they don't need designers and the reason that is if you really look at the logistics of it if you have a development firm that uh buys a piece of land and is throwing up you know all these houses in a small neighborhood they have great deals from home depot and lowe's and yes i did say the l and h word but it's because it's true Those developers have such great relationships with uh, Home Depot and Lowe's because they've developed so much property that they basically just give it away to the developers. That's basically why developers don't hire designers because they get the material from Lowe's and Home Depot and they have this, you know, just small team that handles just all the selection of stuff. But when you get into like KB Home They have design studios where there are designers that work there that help the homeowners choose material. And even that material is so little, but KB winds up marking it up two, three hundred percent from what they actually get it. And that's where they make a lot of their money. I had a client once where we renovated a brand new house from Lennar and they said that the upgrade for the flooring was a $60,000 upgrade. That flooring that they got was a ceramic tile from Lowe's and I actually wound up finding that exact tile and they only covered about 1,200 square feet at 75 cents a square foot. So 75 cents a square foot times 1,200 square feet, that's only 900 bucks just in material. So you're telling me that nearly, you know, $59,000 of that is labor? Hell no, absolutely not. So unfortunately, when you get into companies like KB Home and, and Lennar and whatever other company develops homes, homeowners that are buying these houses don't realize the amount of money that the developers are making. And so why does this tie into social media exactly? It ties in because social media is one of the, um, sadly, is one of the tools that we have to use to be able to get more business because the developers really, they're, I mean, they're developing these new homes and that's basically a huge market that we can't take because they're doing that. For up and coming designers, selling the services is even more of a challenge as young designers who really don't understand exactly what we do. A lot of them just think that, oh, you know, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna you know, select a really great looking couch and I'm gonna select really great looking side tables and they're gonna look fa- you know, fantastic and the client's gonna be happy. That's not the the case whatsoever and so when you get these younger designers on social media social media really drives their their business because it's driven on aesthetic only and you can't exactly say oh well you know they're doing it on a functional basis because you have no idea all they're showing you is an end result and you have no idea what got to that end result whereas other designers um they'll take before and after pictures to show hey you know there wasn't even a wall here So social media is a great tool when it comes to portraying, and obviously your website is too, because you can post your before and after pictures on there. 
But your website and social media are both really great to portray how you got that process done. I've never in the 10 years of being a designer have ever gotten a client from social media. Social media is much more for brand awareness and kind of getting your name out there and sharing your ideas and your thoughts and your knowledge with the public. And House is very good at doing that too with their their discussion forum. Um, or their design dilemma section, where homeowners can basically say, oh, you know, I have this design dilemma, and you'll see hundreds of designers and even other homeowners chiming in on their design dilemma. So social media can actually be really, really good for uh, brand awareness. Now, social media does fail in effectiveness, though. Nearly 80% of professional designers are active on social media, but among those designers, um, only 17% rate social media as very effective in promoting their business. And it's so little because you don't you don't go like think think about think about it this way: the last time you went to go hire someone, you didn't hire them from Instagram, you didn't hire them from F- Facebook, and if you did. Maybe it was because a friend of a friend told you or, you know, you saw the post or whatever the case is. But a very small percentage of people actually get business from social media. Again, it's just really brand awareness and recognizing the designer or design firm. And that's why it's so little and so little effective to getting you actual business. And marketing, customer perception is the business's reality. So with fewer than 20% of interior designers rating social media as an effective tool for marketing, the remaining 80%, it's failing to bring new clients and build business. So you really have to kind of think outside of the box with this and figure out how you can actually use social media to get more designer or design uh, clients under your belt. And one of those ways is creating more of like um, a story, a storyline. People love stories and they love seeing things and they love, you know, taking your ideas. The the biggest tool that I've used actually is when I post my pictures on social media, I actually use product tags and I tag the product, but I'm smart because since I hold a resale license and I can technically resell those products, I actually have a site, it's a store, an online store where people can buy that product directly from me and I can just uh, be the middleman with it and facilitate that. That's another way to get business into your your kind of realm as an interior designer. Another way is still posting the product tags, but maybe posting them as affiliate links. So if you found an item on, let's say, Amazon that was an accessory, you can product tag that on Amazon, um, and the link that you put in the product tag can actually be your affiliate link. So every single time someone purchases that from you, you could actually get money for it. So it's just about smart marketing at that point, but that's just getting kind of another income. We're talking about getting design clients from social media, which is very little, there's a very little percentage of that. Designers are, I, I feel designers are wasting their time on social media. I think it makes them feel good while they're going broke. <laughs> I I also feel just that with social media, it's hard to get clients because it's more of just visual, right? Social media doesn't portray what type of culture that design firm is. Social media doesn't portray how much that designer is going to cost. And so when we think about, you know, the quality of work put forth in, in social media, we have to understand that when looking at social media, we have to find the best and forget the rest. Among social media using uh, interior designers, Facebook is 75% of those that use social media. It's by far the preferred platform, followed by Instagram 
House, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. I hate Pinterest, and I think I've said this before, and the reason why, little short story, my very first client when we moved the firm here to California was a Pinterest whore. Every little detail that she wanted, oh my God, Tim, I saw this paint color on Pinterest and I want that same paint color. Do you realize that you're seeing that on Pinterest, the paint color is not going to be remotely the same. Even if it was from the same company, let's say it was chocolate cocoa from Dunn Edwards in California. Okay, well, great. Do you realize that Dunn Edwards... And I actually used to work at Dunn Edwards as a professional color consultant, so I know. Um, When you buy paint from a paint store and on the Monday and you need more of that paint next Thursday, that paint is going to slightly be off. And the reason why is because Dunn Edwards, amongst other paint companies, recalibrate their tinting machines every week. And when they recalibrate those tinting machines, it actually can cause a variance in that color code. So it just doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense to use Pinterest for items like that. And so I had my client, every little thing she saw she wanted, from Pinterest and wanted me to find it. So that's why I hate Pinterest. In any case, on the other hand, when asked which is their most important social media platform, designers rate Instagram is better than Facebook, which baffles me. And all the others are well, well behind. And we're talking like, okay, so 35% said Facebook, then um, 39% said Instagram, then it jumps down to 16% for House, 5% LinkedIn, 1% Pinterest, 0% 0% Twitter, 1% YouTube, and 1% Google+. So I really feel like the best platforms to really hone in on your marketing really is Facebook and Instagram. House, you have to really understand with House, House brings a certain kind of clientele where they're tire kickers. They're not serious clients, at least from my experience. They're not serious clients unless you're paying for House Plus, which is upwards of $350 a month. And you have to be on that for a good year before you're getting any kind of return on your investment. Um, but the the clients I've gotten from House are your clients that are from the internet. And I say that because House, you have to understand, is filled with people who use the internet to their advantage. And I'm talking about those clients that are like, um, yeah, so this tile, um, I saw it on House for like 75 cents on the dollar. But you're selling it to me for a dollar twenty-five, and like, um, I I just I I just might get it from House. No, bitch, get that stuff from you. You're the designer. You're the one that's sourcing it, and that's what the kind of clients I've gotten from House are. So it's really about how you actually manage that. Anyway, I'm kind of getting off topic. Designers must be as exceptional marketers as they are designers, and that's extremely crucial. But the critical problem for designers in marketing their services is marketing their value clear to potential clients. A lot of designers don't do that. They don't market themselves in a clear way so your clients understand exactly what they're getting and exactly who they're hiring. The So in 2013, the Amer- American Marketing Association redefined marketing as the activity set institutions and processes for creating, communicating, and delivering and exchanging offerings that have value to customers, clients, partners, and society at large. The key word in that definition, though, is creating, communicating, 
delivering and exchanging offerings that have value. Value is that keyword. Communicating the value of interior design services is a particular sticking point for a lot of designers. A recent ASID study uh, found that 64% of designers believe that the, the public doesn't understand the true value of design services. And I think that really ultimately comes down to the designer not portraying that information correctly and accurately. If creating a delivering exchanging value is the goal of marketing, then the measure of its success is selling more stuff. And that stuff is your service. So to more people, more often for more money and doing it more effectively. Designers need to be vigilant about um, holding their social media investment both in terms of time and money to those standards. And so if you are spending so much time on social media, I can't stress enough to find a way to get better on social media. And if that means hiring a social media manager, then that means hiring a social media manager. If that means using a platform like socialmako.com, S-O-C-I-A-L-M-A-K-O, yes, that's product placement.com to schedule all your stuff so you don't have to look at your shit all the time, then that's what you do. You use a platform, and there's others, um, but I can't say this on the on the episode, but there are other platforms too. I use personally Social Mako, and it works for me. But in any case, using that platform and scheduling your stuff out is phenomenal. I literally schedule my stuff. I spend 25 minutes, and I schedule all of my content in a whole month. And that's posting on Facebook, Instagram, and um, actually, no, Facebook and Instagram. I don't do Pinterest or anything. But that's scheduling it one to two times a day. On the weekends, I post two times because more people are home. And on the weekday, I post once a day. And so I get my social media done in a whole month in about 20 to 30 minutes. In any case, for any professional most especially for designers, time is money. And you have to understand that all marketing, most especially social media, must deliver a return on your investment for both. And if it's not, then you're either doing it wrong or you're not doing it enough. Thanks so much for listening in. Please hit that subscribe button and please also give me a review, whether it's negative, positive, I don't give a shit. Just a review. It really helps me out. I love you guys so much. Until next time, namaste.